Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast, where two old school Heroes fangirls, well, we've rewatched the show, and we've already talked about it, so this is about Reborn. My name is Keisha. <laughs> and I'm Rachel. <laughs> you know I'm going to do it. I do it every time. But it's... <laughs> oh, well... I mean, we've literally already talked about this episode. <laughs> well, okay, so it's even more literal. Um, we we got to experience the the grand podcast tradition of, for some ungodly reason, my recording stopped yesterday about seven minutes in, and so we didn't get a goddamn thing, and we talked for like an hour, and so if this episode seems a little, maybe it is. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Full yep. disclosure. I'm just going to keep checking my recording throughout. Okay, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I'm going to flip my actual <laughs> shit. If we had to do it for a third time, I'd be like, someone doesn't want us to talk about it re- reborn anymore. <laughs> sure. Oh, man. All right. So, before we get into the episode, we have a Heroes News Network alert. do 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 Great. Okay, so... We spent a long time talking about these items the first time. We're probably not going to do it this time. So here's your quick little HNN Heroes News Network brief. (laughs) Boop. Okay. Um, (laughs) I have, I'm way more caffeinated than I was yesterday too, so fucking watch out, buddy. Um, Okay, firstly, uh, uh, Zachary Quinto is going to be on American Horror Story NYC. Everyone's really excited because they never thought he'd be back again. It's the OG bitch. He was in the first two seasons. You better put respect on his name. If he dies in the first two episodes, I will fucking write a letter to Ryan Murphy or something. I don't know. <laughs> Next, um, Star Trek sequel. Um, probably not going to happen. They lost the director. That's not a good sign. It's been taken off of the Universal calendar. Also not a good sign. Okay, great. Rachel, go. Uh, Louise Fletcher passed away in, like, late (laughs) September. She played Emma's mother in season four. She's also known for, um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Nurse Ratchet. And Hayden Panettiere was on Red Table Talk. You can go watch it on YouTube. Listen to what she has to say. She's still on her comeback tour. Hope the best for her. We're rooting for you, Hayden. Damn right. If she comes back to scream and they kill her too, I'm gonna just be mad about it and not be able to do anything. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. Just be real mad. Okay. Uh, great. So that was your Heroes News Network brief. Do, 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 do. It was a lot fucking longer yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but we're not doing that again. So. Nope. Just straight, you know, just the facts, ma'am. All right, great. You ready to start? Let's start the episode. <laughs> Yes, let's go. Good, going. All right, cool. So, um, this is the um, first of a two-parter, and it has to do with June 13th. Oh, the day that everything happened. The day that brought us to where we were when we started Heroes Reborn. So, let's uncover some mysteries and answer some questions and, you know, have some time travel shenanigans. Cool, great. So, we have uh, the Unity Summit. We're in Odessa. It's one year ago. We see uh, we see Noah and we see Hero, and they are you know they've just booped into you know this particular part in time. Um, basically, they uh, need to figure out how the explosions went down. They have theories. They they have the facts that they know from being you know from the future, I guess. Um, but they need to try to stop the explosions from happening because maybe then the summit would, you know, go better, obviously. Um, there's several different explosions that went off. So 
they're trying to decide the best way to deal with it. They know that, you know, they can't really call a bomb threat because, I mean, that's probably not going to happen. That's going to fuck with too many things. That's going to get, like, a huge police presence there and everything. Um, so Hero is very adamant, like, no, we're going to step on the, the, the least amount of butterflies possible. We're going to pull the smallest amount of threads. Like, I, I know we're going to change things, but I don't want to go ham. And we have this one guy rolls up. And his name is Stevens, and he says Claire's there, but she's keeping a low profile, so she can't see anyone. You know, she's she's fucking famous, right? She's the girl who jumped off the Ferris wheel. Makes sense. And then we see uh, past HRG pull up. So, oh boy, to to Noah's one place. God, I hope nothing weird or you know complicated happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna take a step back and point out that we had on the previously a more. Uh, bloody look at Molly's death than we yep. saw on the show itself. So they had to I thought I would let you do cut. that again. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they, 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 they filmed, I mean, they used the, the makeup and everything. They got to use it, so. So, yeah, a, a classic hero's move. Yep. Slightly different previouslys. Mm-hmm. Which more, which more shows should do, because why not? You have all those alternate takes. Yeah, why not? Cool. So, going from there, um... We see Mohinder, and he's on the side of a road. The car pulls up. Angela Petrelli's inside. Oh, my God. Yay. Familiar faces. We love it. We love to see it. (laughs) And he is immediately snippy with her. He's like, what is it you couldn't tell me on the phone, Angela? And she's like, dude, we made a terrible mistake getting into, you know, business with Erica Kravitz and Renatus. They're all bad news. Mohinder's like, Nar, I disagree. I mean, they're funding my research. How could they possibly be so bad? She's been nothing but kind and wonderful and great to me. Mohinder, you're a shit judge of character, and we all know it. It's canon. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> he is. Um, and Angela's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm the one who sold her Primatech, but it's all the same, dude. Like, it's it's not good. It's going bad again. And she tells them, uh, you know, they know all about the Solar Poles research program. It was called the Healy. So basically she has Mohinder's papers about how the Evos can save them from it. And she's going to let it come. And Erica's basically just going to let a bunch of bad shit happen. And she doesn't give a fuck about Evos. This is kind of the core of what Angela's saying. And not only that, but Erica's, you know, she's got all the power here. So she's going to, she's going to get to choose who lives and who dies. She's, she fancies herself that person who can make that choice. And uh, Mohinder's like, dude, how do you even know that? And she's like, I saw a vision, and I think that's what's going to happen. And she tries to explain to Mohinder, like, yeah, dude, there's Evos that could save everyone, too. And Erica knows about that, but shit's still going to go bad. And, uh, but no, basically they used us. It's bad news. Mohinder's like, I don't believe you. I got something out of it. So screw you, Angela, basically. And, uh, yeah, so there was a... There was this thing that happened where Angela was like, dude, okay, fine. Don't believe me. But there was a team in the Arctic. They were murdered. And all the evidence of your research was erased. And, like, I'm trying to warn you, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you have to do something. You have to go to the press. Don't speak today. Like, don't do not do it. This is all going to go really badly. He's, you know, you're going to die if you if you follow her plans. And Mohinder just leaves because he sucks. And uh, she gets a call from who she thinks is Claire. It must be Claire's number on her phone, but it's not Claire. It's someone else. And she's like, what? Very classic Mohinder here. He's very in character. Absolutely. He's like, Absolutely. Yep. you know, if it's his way or the highway. Yep. Why should I trust you? And yet he's, we're Even working with her. Yeah. He's literally only ever worked with bad people and made bad choices. But sure, sure. Pop off, sis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh. Oh, I want to throttle him, but yeah, that is his character. Good to see you. Welcome back. Welcome back, Sendhal, who we honestly, for someone who keeps trying to step away, has been more involved than some people you thought would be involved till the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I think it's it's because leaving, you know, where they left it off on season four, they had the door open so he could go do other projects and they were letting him do that. Yeah. And so that left a good taste in his mouth. So. You know that's that's entirely that's entirely possible, yeah. That's my theory, anyway. Even though you know all the speculation at the time being all like, ooh, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he came back. He that's, did. Wow. So moving on, boo, boo, boo. we um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Erica is exiting a car with Harris. She's at a house. She tells him to wait outside. Goes inside. Richard's inside, looking at a bunch of monitors, being like, someone inside is nervous. You know, you need to use the carrot, not the stick. Try to get them to work with us. And Erica's like, now nah, I'm going to do what I want. We go inside, and who should be in there but Phoebe, who is trying to use her darkness power and is, like, really in pain and is struggling to make it bigger. And she's like, listen, I have to have you cover that entire summit with your darkness, and if you can't handle it, then Quentin is going to, like, burn along with everyone else when the world ends. And so Bitch. Phoebe just keeps trying to get her darkness to work. Sparkle, Twinkle, Reborn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on to a motel room. We see a little kid with a boat. We see him go by the window and put his hand in the sunlight and he gets burnt. And, of course, this is Dennis. We see uh, Joanne come out of the bathroom to help with the burn as Luke comes back into the room with coffee. The sun isn't good for the kid. He's got some kind of disease where the sun, like, burns him badly. And that's the whole reason that Luke wanted to go to the summit is to find a healer or someone that could fix Dennis. And at this point, Joanne is already skeptical of Evos and she doesn't like that Luke keeps saying that he's special like an Evo because he's not. It's an illness. And um, yeah, so we already see that she's not that uh, fond of Evos here. Nope. Back at the summit, old HRG, which is the past HRG, runs into Stevens <laughs> and asks for a check-in. Stevens is like, I just talked to you. Did you see Claire? And he's like, what? But, like, before HRG can get into it with the Claire stuff, because, of course, this is old HRG and he doesn't realize that he doesn't have time, etc. He's like, listen, I just was checking security. Why is there no security in the parking garage? Stevens is like, hey, we, we were told to pull him out and put him somewhere else. And Erica Kravitz gave the order. So HRG is pissed about that right now. Hi, hi, highly sus that they would just pull security from the from the parking garage, old Bennett. Yeah, that's suspicious. That's suspicious. Yeah. It is interesting, too, where it's, like, he is not as concerned about going to see Claire as, like, new one. But, like I said, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, <laughs> Right. And, like, yeah, new Bennett knows what... Yeah, exactly. He knows that this is potentially the last chance he'll ever see Claire. And so he's going to try to take advantage of it if he can. Yes. So. Yeah. So we go to Japan at, um, to Yamagato Industries. And Hiro is meeting with the Evernot creator, Otomo. And... Oden was like, listen, Hero, I know this game is great, but what if I told you this is the only way to save the human race and you have to bring it to us because only you have the power for a safer future? And Hero is just like, listen, I'm not Erica's employee. I'm her partner. You know, I don't know why you're trying to tell me I have to do something. I'm like, you know, the boss. <laughs> Which she also obviously got into bed with Erica because Yamagato is close to Primatech, etc. I mean, say what you want about Erica, and we do, but she knew who to get to. Yes. Yes. And when 
Hiro refuses to help whatever he's trying to do, or, like, you know, puts off Otomo. Otomo just grabs him and puts him right in the game. You get to see him, like, boof him right into the game. He's put into the fortress. And he takes the sword, and he leaves. And as he leaves, we see Hiro getting a phone call from Bennett, who is likely the past Bennett, trying to see where he is. And we get a little IMDb diversion! Um, Otomo, whose picture we saw on the book that Ren showed off um, earlier, is played by... Hold on, gotta open his IMDb. Hiro Kanagawa. And he has been in so much stuff. He's very much a character actor. Um, On the Hiro side of things, he has been on um, iZombie, which you remember David Anders was on as well. Uh... Yes. What was the other one? Was it like Secret Circle was the one that like also has a lot of heroes connections that he was on? Um, yeah, see, yeah, Secret Circle, iZombie. Um, the Magicians. He was three different characters yeah. on the X-Files. Like, if you see him, you're likely to be like, that guy looks familiar. So. I'm looking, I'm looking at his thing now. Oh, he's going to be uh, in the new Avatar series that they're making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a big gig for people right now. Um, looking at what he's done. Um, yeah, shit. Way to have a giant IMDb. Oh my god. Yeah, he was like a big deal in iZombie. Yeah, I think he was, uh, was that season one? And in Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, must have been 2015. Yeah, must have been. Yeah. Uh, he was in Smallville. Everyone's in Smallville. Um, If you see the guy, you're gonna be like, he looks familiar because you have probably seen him in at least one thing. Oh, he was one of the leads in Caprica. Mm, there you go. That's such a good show. That's such a good show. Honestly, it is. Um, so we go over to New Bennett, who is looking around Primatech. He's being a nosy little nose. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knows the explosion. I mean, he has, like like you said, it's like not just hindsight. I mean, it's just, you know, future knowledge. Like, he knows from what they've said in the reports and stuff that how it goes down. So he knows the explosion happened in the parking garage. So he's looking over a security map and trying to figure all that out. When suddenly he um, he has to, you know, he has to skedaddle because Erica comes in. So he hides behind a bookshelf after, you know, pulling out some some books that are uh, very Easter eggy, if you're so inclined to look at them. He's with Hero, too, by the way. Yeah, yes. he hides behind the shelf. Uh, he's with Hero. So... And then Erica comes in with other Noah, <laughs> and other Noah is all kinds of pissed, like, hey, why did you rearrange my security? Like, what the fuck? Why are you, like, stepping over me? And she's like, dude, 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 it's fine. It's fine. We don't need to go and, you know, take that too seriously. We're covered. You know what you should do, though? You should just, like, not be that involved with the workings of today. You should just, like, enjoy the day, you know? Go see your daughter, who I really look forward to meeting. And he's like immediately perked up by her being so interested in Claire because anytime someone's interested in Claire, it's bad news. We've seen that on the show all over the place. Um, so he's like, why are you so interested in my daughter? And, you know, he's just like sitting there and they're both having this conversation about the summit. And I went into this really hardcore yesterday, but I just want to say it's nice to see that Bennett is finally realizing that Evo specials, whatever are ultimately human. Mm hmm. And it's something that he had struggled with in, during the main show. And now it seems like Erica's the big old bigot. Yeah. Because she's totally racist about it. And he calls her out about it. Which I feel like only someone who's been on both sides could do. So, yeah. He knows. He knows what that looks like. So, she's just like, dude, guess what? Like, I'm a businesswoman. I'm a pragmatist. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking big picture here. And, you know, 
I've got big plans. I want you by my side, you know. So right now I'm pulling you off the field. And I'm just going to bench you because this is how it's going to go. You're disagreeing with me. This is how it's going to go. So security comes in and they escort him downstairs. And she has to like kind of twist the knife a little. She's like, don't worry. When I see Claire, I'll tell her you've been detained. And I was like, oh, you bitch. Like, yeah. Also, also in the same way of like people being interested in Claire as a red flag. People saying shit like that to Noah's face about Claire. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky you're alive, lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's pop people. He is pop people for less. So, yeah. Why is she pushing his button so hard? She has to know that oh is his fucking God. button. Why is she pushing it? It seems like he's definitely not quite as, um, I don't know, spicy as we've known him to be. Mm-hmm. He's definitely demoralized by, like, the fact that he and Claire have fallen out. And it probably has to do with, like, you know, just the, 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 like, overall sum of, like, you know, everything we saw in the last couple seasons. Like, his, you know, his family falling apart, his divorce, his, you know, job being all fucking haywire. Like, that gets to a man, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, she goes and says that, and then, you know, we see um, old Noah. He comes out, and he tries to go after him, and Hero's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that is the <laughs> stupidest thing you could do. Did you not listen to me even whatsoever at all? That is, like... I don't know. That is like feeding butterflies through a mulcher. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, he's like, dude, it's you. You'll be fine. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Think, buddy. And so we see uh, Angela comes around the corner to them. And she thinks that it's just, you know, the, the Noah and Hero of that time. She doesn't even think twice about it. So she's just like, oh, a nurse called me. And said that Claire was rushed to the ER and she's in surgery. Mm. And it's like, oh, fuck. What the hell's going on with Claire? Everyone just keeps talking about her, but we never see her. And Hero's like, okay, so this time you save the cheerleader. I'll stop the bomb. Because it's like a little, you know, Kirby Plaza, like, wink. Um, uh, They arrive at the hospital and we see a very familiar face uh, who is a nurse. It's Tommy's mom. And her name is Anne. And we see her... Tell them they did all they could, but they couldn't save her. But they were able to save the children. Your daughter died in childbirth. Claire was fucking pregnant, and she's had kids, apparently. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Kids, plural. Yeah. Children. Children. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Any any thoughts about all that fun? All right, so we're going to go, because I talked about this uh, yesterday, too. It's interesting Mm -hmm. the timing of all this, because this is after Hayden has had her own daughter in real life, Mm -hmm. but was filmed and written before she came out about her struggles with postpartum depression. But I think it aired after she came out about that, the struggles that she was having with it. So it's just interesting the timing that it it had at the time with all of that, and the Mm -hmm. fact that they never asked her at all if she wanted to come on the show, period. Unlike, as we know, they asked Milo and they asked um, Zachary. Yeah, they both got asked. But it's it's so funny because it's like, um, you have to wonder, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, they're getting a lot of, like, like mystery mileage out of not showing her and having, you know, the thing with, like, oh, shit, she had kids. Oh, who could they be? And then, you know, we we find out by the end. But, um, but yeah, it sucks, you know. She was part of the OG cast and she should have been at least asked. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. they could have done something for her. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it always kind of sticks in my craw funny that they never asked Hayden, but they asked literally everybody else. Um. Seemingly, yes. Seemingly. Seemingly. And also, if I can just take my, my brief little, like, you know, Peter Seiler detour. 
when I know that like Milo and Zachary have both pretty much said that they wouldn't have been involved much. I wonder how they would have been involved, like how they had planned to use those characters. If they showed up like to help save the day at the end, like if they show up in the in this stuff, in the June 13th stuff, like I, I have to wonder. Milo said you'd see him at the beginning, but wouldn't see him again until the end in whatever story they had so he, at the time. So he so he helps he helps to save the world then, essentially. He has to. Yeah, or comes back like in a later episode. Could be back in this June thirteenth one even. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Um and then yeah, what were they gonna do with Siler? You have to wonder. So yeah. Because he's never yeah. said, I don't think, anything more, whereas Milo was a little more detailed about it. I think Zach was, like, the first one they asked, from the way it sounded like. Well, yeah, well, yeah, he was, like, I hate to say it for people who get butthurt about Siler becoming this, but uh, he was the star of the show by the end, so. Because whatever we would have gotten probably yeah. would be completely different had he said yes, and probably even oh, had yeah. Milo oh, said yeah. yes, would be a completely different Oh, thing. absolutely. Absolutely, it would have been. It had to have been. Yeah. But it makes me wonder if they did, in fact, never ask Hayden that yeah, this know. was already in their mind that Claire would die in childbirth and that, like, these are the notes that they were going to hit. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, they make it work for her not being there, but it, it's, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of bums me out. If that's true that they never asked her, it's kind of shitty, so. Which also, <laughs> it's interesting because this was a debate, big fan of debate before this, if Claire could ever have kids. Yes, and we talked about it in our recording yesterday, but we won't go as hard about it. But um, you and I did not think she could. No. We were very firm about mm-hmm. this. I remember we would fight with people about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well... Because on, like, the purest biological level, it's an intruder. Yes. And thus would harm her and take her resources. And so it would... I, I, I We always... Yeah, we always thought it would be expelled. So... And there's our answer. If, any, if anything. <laughs> but apparently, apparently we don't know nothing, so... <laughs> there was one more thing I wanted to, to touch on. I'm trying to remember oh. what it was. Oh, this Claire's, is, Claire's dead. <laughs> Claire's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did she die? What's going on? You know? How did she die? Uh, she had... She was pregnant? Who the fuck impregnated her? Like, these are all fun little mysteries, so, yeah. We will get into the mechanics of, of why exactly she died, I believe, in part two. But, you know, we get some uh-huh. air quote answers as we go along. Right. And, like, the stuff in part two, I'm actually more like, okay. Whereas at the time, we were pissed. Yeah. We were pissed that the indestructible cheerleader could die like mm-hmm. that. A lot of people were angry. It so, It seemed so cheap. Yeah. And like I said, like at the time, but, like now looking back, I'm like, it's, it's an ability that is similar to an ability we've seen before. Uh, yes, so. and it actually kind of makes more sense the more you consider the context of everything. Oh, completely, so. yeah. Especially, you know, hmm, yeah, okay. <laughs> yep, we'll get there. We'll talk about that uh, <laughs> next time, so. Yep. Uh, so, away from the hospital, we see Mohinder has arrived at the summit. He's trying to figure out what the hell is going on with his security detail. His team's not answering his calls. Bad news. That's not good. That's like one of the biggest indicators that shit's not good. And he sees um, Molly comes up to him. She's there. She goes up and she's all excited. And she's like, are you ready for your speech? And uh, he gives her his research and his book. And he he's finally starting to be like, just just take this just in case. Like, uh in case, never mind, never mind, just just hold on to this for me. You know, he's, he's finally starting to realize that things are not going well. And we see Harris come up and he takes Mohinder away, uh, ostensibly to Erica. 
And um, <laughs> she says exactly what Angela said, which is, like, oh, there's going to be a change in the schedule. You won't be speaking today. <laughs> and immediately Mohinder is just like, you need to bury my search and you're going to fucking kill me, aren't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen. Like, it's, everything that she said was true. And she's like, mm, well, you know, I do have a plan and sorry, buddy, but you're not part of it. And so Mohinder immediately tries to fight back because, you know, bless him. He's always he's always against these odds that are stacked against him. But damn, if Mohinder doesn't try to fight every single that time. That is true. I have to respect that. Yes. Yeah. Like, remember him running from from Bennett and fugitives and just like, yeah, he's just always he's always trying to fight back. Yep. Good job, him. But before he can, uh, Harris tranks him. So mm-hmm. no one can call Mohinder Suresh a coward. No, they can't. They cannot. And I uh, would not hear that. Um, but, you know, we just have to say that, you know, uh, Angela is always right. And y'all should just <laughs> listen to her for once. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's she's a liar. She's manipulative. She's conniving. Her visions are also always correct. So <laughs> I, I, I can be on Mohinder's side, though, and see why he's just like, why should I listen to you? You know? Sure, but then the doubts sure, creep in after sure. he makes the phone call and everything, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how how annoyed he would have to be to admit that she was right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he was wrong again. And he put his lot in with the wrong person yet again. Yep. <laughs> Poor Momo. Oh, <clears throat> poor dude. We're back at the hospital in some kind of weird nursery like thing, because there's, like, you know, very childish things on the wall. Noah is full on in denial about Claire being dead. And while he's kind of like rambling about that, Angela's like, listen, those babies are important. I had a vision, but he is like not having it. Cause a doctor comes in he's like, I need to see Claire. There's a spot behind her head. It could be blocked. And the doctor's like, no, it's nothing like that. Uh, she died of cardiac arrest while having children, the childbirth. And before Noah can like throw hands on this doctor Anne comes back in holding the babies, a girl and a boy. And she hands one to Angela and one to Noah. And they're like, oh, my God, fawning over them. Angela's all, they have their mother's eyes. And um, after that little moment, he hands the girl back. And he's like, but I, I really need to see Claire for myself to see that she's dead. I actually just had a thought that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just like, damn it. Now I have to fight again about Claire being dead. But we'll get there. Okay. <clears throat> I just had a thought. I had a thought, Rachel. I'm listening. I'm listening. I have to remember to do my crackpot theory too. But okay, that's later. You have to because that's when I that's when I get to fight about Claire being yes, dead. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, we go to the parking garage at the summit, and Mohinder is like trying. He's got one of those devices on, not the little portable one, but the big one, like we saw in Fugitives. And Harris is there, and he's like, "When this place blows up, they'll never find you." And <laughs> Suddenly, Harris, Harris is like so fucking arch. You know what I he mean? He is, like, but you know, I, he's just like hardcore villain. I'm here for yeah. it. And not everyone needs depth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a baddie. He's a baddie. He's with Erica. He's her hench. You know, it's, <laughs> that's his lot in life. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Hero pops in and he's like unhand him. And Harris is like, question mark, because you're supposed to be in the eternal fortress right now, which you know, past hero <laughs> actually is. And they have mm-hmm. a fight, and while they're fighting, we see that Harris is strapped up with a bomb, but Hero still whoops his ass, cuts his arm off, kills him, and he goes to dust. Hero frees Mohinder. Uh, we suddenly see several more Harrises show up, all with bombs, and they bo- and Hero's like, can you handle it? And Mohinder's like, yep. So, 
Hero goes to fight two. Mohinder chases one off through the parking garage. But then Hero pauses time. Because Hero's like, I could easily take these both guys on. But he's like, let me let me check something real quick. And we see him vanish and come back several times to proclaim no, too many butterflies. So he doesn't fight the Harrises and pops away. And the implications of this <laughs> is that Hero can now look into multiverses and see the consequences of his actions, which is wild. So that's that's uh that's madness, dare I mm-hmm. say. <laughs> what a wild thing for his ability. What a strange thing for his ability. <laughs> <laughs> but this was all like, you know, this is twenty fifteen, yeah. Oh. oh yeah. So um we're at we're outside again, you know, at the event, and we see Dennis, Luke, and Joanne at the event. And there's this freezing guy who's, like, making snowballs, and he gives one to Dennis, and he makes, like, snow in the air, and everyone's freaking loving it. Except for Joanne, who notices a whole bunch of protesters, you know, and she's kind of like, I kind of want to go, and Luke's like, they're, they're nothing, it's fine, we're, we're good, we're all good here. Which, really, that makes sense as to why he was so, like, seemingly taking her lead, too, later on. It was, like, guilt. Yeah. She wanted to leave, and he said it was fine, and so, yeah. Yeah, she, she wasn't about it several times, as well, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's go downstairs, because we see that they locked past Noah in level six, and he's pacing the floor. Until the door opens and there's a guard and there's, who is that? It's Penny Man. Remember Penny Man? And Yay. he comes in with his briefcase and I was like, oh, she really got to you too. And he's like, well, you know, any evil who turns on his own, can you ever really trust him? And he's like, I convinced Erica that you're still an asset, Noah, but you have to forget. <laughs> and Noah kind of argues a little bit and he's like, it's going to be, it's got to be copper, penny or bullet. It's kind of up to you at this point. And Noah starts listing all the different ways that he saved this guy's ass but he shuts him down because he's like, listen, don't beg. Just remember what happened in San Francisco. And that does shut Noah up. And <laughs> Noah's like, yeah, I remember San Francisco. And then he kind of like puts up, ugh, Casper, you don't have to do this, bastard. And and <laughs> Casper's like, I know. And then he drops the penny he was holding. And it rolls across the floor right to the guard who picks it up. And they both kind of like smirk at the guard because, yeah, he's not he's not there to erase Noah's memory. Mm-hmm. He's there to bust his ass out. Because <laughs> he's the best. And he got a name. It's Casper. Penny Man is Casper. It's so fitting that the nameless man gets a name from the nameless man. Yeah. 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 You know? Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Passing the torch. <laughs> yeah. Penny guy. Very, very, very like, very like, call me Noah to Peter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So... This is a very Noah-heavy episode because he's all over the place. Yep. There's two of him. He had a lot of work so to do. Other... <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So other Noah, he's in the morgue, and he's uh, he's very, very distraught. He thought that he'd have more time. He's so sad that they wasted all of it fighting because, as we've seen several times from what he, like, said on the phone and stuff to her, like, what he thought he was leaving her a voicemail, but... Um, they had a big falling out after the Ferris wheel incident, which you could easily believe. Um... He's sorry he couldn't protect her, but he promises that he's going to protect her kids. They're perfect. He'll keep them safe. You know, that's what his goal is now. Hero pops in and he apologizes as well. He's like, sorry, we couldn't save her. You know, we couldn't save any of them, really. 
and uh, he's like, you know, there's 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 too many bombs, there's too many butterflies. We we just gotta, you know, this this is this is probably gonna happen. And he's like, no matter what I did, the consequences were always worse. So we need to just go home. We need to just you know give it up. And they say goodbye to Claire, and they go to leave. But Hero's power isn't working, which is not Mm-mm. good. And uh, I touched on this a little yesterday, and I wanted to touch on it again today. That I, I like how kind of like fatalistic and pessimistic this yes. is. Yes, like. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. It's it's the very, like, um, I didn't say this yesterday, but it's true. It's very The Last Jedi way of looking at things. Yeah. Where people people were so like, oh, why was Luke Skywalker like that? I was like, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> like, the Empire rises up no matter what? That's demoralizing. Like, yeah, so. Well, we, we've seen. I was, uh, yeah. We've seen future hero like this before, where he's kind of more pessimistic about oh, stuff. Oh, totally. And it's also, oh, totally. it rings true of the lost half of season two, what could have been, if the virus was Yes. Out. Yes. Which you'd mentioned yesterday as well, and it's totally true. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I was just like that kind of storytelling where they were just like, well, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't see the cheerleader. Sometimes the bomb goes off. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, he can't do anything. So holy shit, something's going down. And uh, that something could be the fact that we see Phoebe and oh boy, she, she has it under control now. And uh, it doesn't hurt anymore, which is kind of terrifying. And Erica's there, and she's encouraging her, and she's like, "Yeah, be the hero that you know I know you can be." And we see this giant shadow cover the summit way before any sort of explosion happens. And Mohinder is still there, and he's chasing one of the Harrises, and then he realizes, "Hey, is strength still working? Huh?" So we see Harris, and they're at a load-bearing wall, and and and. Uh, it's 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 uh it's interesting that suddenly all these powers aren't working, but Harris is still there, which we talked about yesterday. Yeah, because these these little Harris's should just pop away. They should be dust. You would think, but you would think the like the argument is like, well, he has to cut off a piece of himself in order to make these. These aren't like Eli that uh-huh. where he can just think of them and suddenly they're there. So yeah, so because of yeah, because of like the the biological material, the organic material, maybe the rules are different. I don't know. Um, but we see uh, we see little Dennis, and he's got a balloon, and he asks the guy to freeze it, and he can't. And uh, the balloon gets let go of, and Dennis runs toward the building even more. We see um, Noah and Casper outside; they're watching this very unnatural eclipse of sorts um, occur. And Noah steals Casper's gun and he fires it into the air because he's trying to make people scatter. Hi, buddy. And um, <laughs> Bug came up to me and put his paw, he's put his little paw on my arm. He's like, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. It's like, um, he said hello. And he's looking at me now. Hi. Um, so, yeah, we see Noah and Casper outside the very unnatural eclipse. Noah steals the gun, he fires it in the air. He's trying to get people to scatter, but. Like we said yesterday, like, that's not... You don't know what people are going to do in a crowd when there's a gunshot going on. Like, we've seen it, unfortunately, in real life. Like, you know, you can't predict that. I mean, it's a good thought, I guess, but you literally can't predict what people are going to do. And Bug moved my notes, and now I have to find them again. Hold on. (laughs) Bullshit. Oh, my God. Little man. Lit. Hold on. Little, Little man. Scoot your boot. Please do not make me have to do this a third time. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> okay he was walking on my keyboard i was like so help me god we're good we're good i grabbed him 
wrote, he wrote all over my notes. He typed all over them. God damn it. Oh. Um, but yeah, Luke and Joanne, we see they realize that Dennis is gone, and then the, the stadium fucking explodes. And the people at the hospital can see it in the distance, as do uh, Hero and our, you know, new Noah, or, you know, present-day Noah, or whatever. Yeah. It still happened. Yep. Sometimes it's still... Sometimes, you know, sometimes Kirby's gotta go, you know? Sometimes, sometimes shit just isn't gonna go down the way you hope, and bad things can still happen and you can't stop everything. I wonder uh, yeah. I wonder if past Noah actually caused more casualties by doing right? that, you know what I mean? People running to the building that might have been outside and spared some of the, the explosion, but Maybe. We don't know. Uh, the other thing so, is yeah. I have mm-hmm. a crackpot theory. Which I think makes a lot of sense. Go on. Um, <laughs> it was a surprise yesterday, but now she knows what it is, so. Um Yes. <laughs> seeing Phoebe's power, calling it an unnatural eclipse. Go back to season three and the two eclipse episodes. What if that eclipse was caused and all that power loss was caused by Phoebe manifesting? She would have been younger. She could have manifested during that eclipse. And that's what made all the power shut off. Because we, have we haven't had any evidence before that the other eclipses shut down like that it's just that one yes exactly so is that what happened could that be why everyone lost their powers it's a theory could could that be why claire died could that be why claire died well i mean because i I, yesterday because we we were doing a lot more back and forth with the claire thing yesterday because she died she did die during the eclipse and then came back after it Mm -hmm. but like phoebe wasn't doing her power at the time either when claire died so i don't think we're meant to think at this point in time that phoebe was the cause because she was trying, but, like, she wasn't anywhere near the hospital. So then she still died with her power intact. Allegedly. Well, now I'm real mad again. No, we, get, <laughs> we get an answer for what happens. Yeah. I, I know exactly why she died. I do remember that. So. Okay. Yes. Because I was like, that doesn't mean shit, even if it happened during the eclipse. Siler died during the eclipse. Yes. So. No, it's something else that happened. Like I said, it is a power that is a power yep. we have seen before from someone else. Yes. And I don't remember what it is, so I will let you keep being vague about it. Do you want me to tell you what it is? No, that's fine. It'll be a fun surprise. It'll be a surprise when you find <laughs> out next week? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Bugs getting activated. We got to finish. Um, <laughs> yep. So he's he's trying to fucking walk all over my shit. Um, so yeah, then we see the aftermath of the explosion. We see Molly's looking for Mahinder. She can't find him. We see that she actually does find Noah and Casper, and uh, he wants to find Claire, but Casper's like, "Nah, dude. We like let's just hear. It. Let's go to a hospital. Let's let's try to find you know see, you know see what's going on." And we see Noah and Hero, and they argue as they head into the nursery with Angela. Like, yeah, you know, there's no changing this, so we need to focus on the future. Is what she's decided. A year from now, there will be an event that will end the world. And Erica knows that Claire's child will be the only one who can stop it. So which one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could be either one. It could be both of them at the same time. Who knows? No one knows. It's a big mystery. And we see Anne, Tommy's mom, come in. And she takes the baby and offers it to Hero with a little bottle. And, uh, you know, once again, Hero and baby shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And um, she's kind of a little flirty with him, too. And then Noah realizes, okay, this is it. This is why I made myself forget. This is, this is it. This is everything. This is the key. He hid the kids from Erica, and that's what he had to forget. 
So Angela realizes now, oh, shit, you guys aren't my guys. <laughs> You're from the future. <laughs> oh, god damn it, hero. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's just like, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a brief moment of Luke trying to find Dennis. Um, the freezing guy was in the rubble. He helps him out. The guy doesn't know where Dennis is either. Like, Dennis is just missing and probably dead. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it that Angela's like, wait a minute. You guys. These aren't who I thought you were. You guys. <laughs> you wacky fellas. <laughs> so, Noah is like, listen, a year from now, she is still looking for them. So, I must have done something right here. And he looks at Hero and he's like, you know what? I think I know what we have to do. She was looking for a baby. We need them to be older. And I mean, you know, when Declare Manifest, she was like about 15, 16. We need them to be like teenagers. Mm-hmm. And Hero's like, yeah, but this is fucking with fate again, Noah. I don't know if I want to do this. And Angela's like, you want fate. My visions are fate. These children are important. They need to survive. And I will go back and take care of them. But I'll need a ride, a.k.a. you, Hero. And Hero's like, okay, you know what? I'll accept your argument. He's, very, you know, for all of his standards, Hero does pretty much cave to things pretty quickly if someone is like it is fate you know what i mean completely and he's like all right baby hold on we're gonna party like it's 1999 but Noah stops him before he leaves saying claire never got to name them so angela looks at the boy and she names the boy nathan after the son she lost and no one names the girl melina after his mother and he tells them to keep them safe and he's gonna erase all the footage so no one will know that they were ever here and before Hero leaves with Angela, he's like, listen, Noah, no more butterflies. Just do what you're going to do. Let me take care of this and I'll be back. And he pops out. So, yeah, Nathan, a.k.a. Tommy and Melina are Claire's kids. Confirmed. Confirmed. So, yeah, these kids really are special. Mm-hmm. Extra special. Extra special. They're the kids. So we go over to Otomo's apartment, and he is watching the news, and on the news, this Japanese reporter is reporting a few other Japanese people who died, including Hiro Nakamura, who died in the um, explosion at the summit. And he's like, well, that's weird. That's suspicious. He can't be dead. He's in the game right now. What is going on? (laughs) Hmm. Set up for the next episode. Indeed. (laughs) Back in Texas, old Noah, Casper, and Molly are at the hospital now. And Noah asks her, can you find Claire? And she does her little thing, and she's like, uh, gets that look on her face like, I don't know where she is. That's not good. And we know what that means, but she doesn't explicitly say that to Noah. And he's like, well, go check to see if she was brought here. And we see that new Noah is looking around at the cast in the hospital while Erica is speaking on TV. And she's like, oh, there's real evil and villainy in the world, and we need to do something about it. There has to be justice. <laughs> Boo! And that pisses new Noah off. You can tell that that gets to him. We'll see what that leads to here in a, in a little bit here. Fuck her little fascism, man. Fuck mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we get to see Luke, and uh, he, he, he finds Joanne, though, so she's okay, as we know. And um, he's like, they're still searching for survivors. We're not allowed to be out here anymore. Like, we have to let them do their thing. And she's like, no, we can't leave without him. You know, just this full-on, like, little tragedy unfolding elsewhere. Yep. And we see Tommy's mom come home from the hospital, uh, Anne, and she's like, I wasn't really sure if you'd want to celebrate today of all days, but, uh, and we see she's got a little cupcake, and Tommy's there, and he's like, he says he's ready, 
you know, he's, you know, dad taught me everything he knows. And she hugs him and tells him she loves him, Nathan. Oh, yeah. So shit's getting ready there. And uh, Erica, we see her talking to Harris. And he, uh, they're like, look for any sign of Claire Bennett. And she heads for the car. Old Noah asks Casper, like, hey, you want to, you want to, you know, just like get me a water. And then as they're sat there, he sees himself. (laughs) And he's like, as I said yesterday, if there's one thing that he knows, he's like, oh, damn it, that's me. I'm going to do something stupid. <laughs> like, I, I know me. I know I'm going to fuck around. So mm-hmm. he gets up and goes after him. And uh, as he pursues Erica, he's putting the silencer on the gun. And he's about to shoot her. And old Noah's like, whoa, 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 wait. To be continued. Dun, dun. Shenanigans. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, me? <laughs> That guy? Hold on, hold on a second. Me, the butterfly smasher? I, b- I better go stop this. Yeah. The fucking butterfly hunter with my yeah. net? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We did it! Woo! I'm still recording. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Oh. Uh, any more comments about the episode? I'm trying to think if there's anything that we didn't touch on. Um, I don't really think so. I mean, like, it's cool to see, you know, like, another two-parter and, um... It's definitely giving us more answers, and we're, you know, setting ourselves up for the rest of the season. We're halfway through. Uh, Definitely more original show vibes because of all the old um, characters we're seeing pop up. Which was great. You know, we didn't get any Carlos this week. Sadly, no, but he wasn't here. Yeah, he wasn't here. Uh, Yeah, no, it's uh, it was was pretty solid. Um, Yeah, uh, everything with the old cast was great. Um, The little bits of, like, the new people was fun getting the mystery like officially solved and confirmed about the kids was mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah. I love though that you legitimately don't know what the thing is, why Claire died. Cause you said something earlier where you're like, Oh, it remember. makes sense. And I thought you had made a connection, which made me make a, a further connection. Why it makes sense. And then he said, no, I really don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was the Phoebe thing. No, but uh-uh. she died she before, died that, before so. that. Oh, I'll, I don't you, you actually yeah. made me remember a reason why it actually kind of works too. So we'll discuss that in the next episode. Okay. Well, I look I look forward to that yep. discussion. Mm-hmm. I I think next week when you see it, you'll be like, oh, and that's Maybe. why she was yeah. begging toward I'm, these I'm, things. I'm so yeah, mm-hmm. I am willing. Yeah. Oh, and spoiler alert: we never find out who the dad yeah. is. Yeah, so. he's given a name in the book, which we will talk about. That he's story. given a nickname. Yeah. He's given a nickname. <laughs> we'll cover yeah. that story. I don't believe that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In one of our bonus episodes. Oh, when I went to, uh, I went to a used bookstore when I was in Tacoma and, um, they had the, um, Saving Charlie book there. I should have thought oh. about it. It was so cheap. I've been, I've been looking for them at like the thrift stores and stuff. Like if I see the Saving Charlie or happen to see one of those other ones, I'm going to pick them up, but. I should have. I don't know what was wrong with me. It was really cheap. I should have just grabbed yeah. it. Maybe I should check it. I thought that was delightful. I was like, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've never read the Saving Charlie book either. Mm-mm. Yeah. Shall we wrap things yeah. up? Yeah. Let's hit us up with our socials, please. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we know this is a little late, and it's even a little later because we had to do it again. <laughs> um, but if anyone, you know, anyone who's still with us on this journey, uh, we do appreciate you being here because, you know, I mean, Reborn is fine. It's good. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. Um, 
But it, it is fun to see kind of like where it ends. Whether or not you want this to be the end of the hero's canon, it is. So it is fun to see how it, you know, ultimately wraps up. Um, yeah, um, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, our little socials, as Rachel said, um, we are on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast on Twitter. Um, our email is uh, eclipsepod at gmail.com. Best way to get a hold of us is for the uh, go to the old Discord server that's still open. So, so you know, we're still there. Um, we'll have a link for it in the show notes if you want to follow our individual accounts on Twitter. I am at lady underscore snark, S N A R K. And Rachel is at that burp there, burp with a B, like babies, like Claire Bennett's babies. And um, yeah, um, we'll see you next time for the second part of this two-part episode um more mysteries uh hopefully unveiled and more answers to be had and like rachel said we find out why exactly claire the indestructible cheerleader died um which i'm excited because i do not fucking remember um how that happened Mm -hmm. uh but yeah thank thank you very much for joining us we will see you next time goodbye everybody bye-bye